I'd been promising myself some kind of holiday for a long time, and the planet Ormilia had always been a favourite haunt of mine in my younger days. But when it came to setting the coordinates, the TARDIS seemed somewhat argumentative. Oh, um, oh, oh, spatial coordinates failure? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, yes, yes, all right, old girl. Oh, what now? Extreme gravitational influences? Extreme? Hmm. Uh, adjusting to compensate. <laughs> that was too easy. Hello. Hello. No, I don't think so. I had been hoping for a miracle, but. There wasn't a sign of the brilliant golden sky or the gentle undulating pale green sea. Instead, the TARDIS had yet again displayed its penchant for the grimy, the odious, and no doubt, the dangerous. This was not Ormelia. Thank you, old girl. Thank you very much. Just what I needed. A fifth-class compartment in a space cargo liner, by the looks of it. Yes. It seems to be some kind of loading bay. Cranes up there. Deck hatches here, and... Deck hatches. No! Oh, no! Unfortunately, the TARDIS had just landed on a deck hatch. One which had just decided to open. Of course, the TARDIS is technically indestructible. Technically. I remember seeing the word in the design specifications. It's at times like this that I start to worry about that word. Technically. I decided I had to find someone in authority, or at least someone who knew how to open the deck hatches. From past experience, I knew I might be letting myself in for accusations, incarceration, or possibly something a little more terminal. But what choice did I have? What's that? Hello? Hello? I'm sorry to bother you, but... For a moment, I thought I'd glimpsed a figure. But now, there was nothing there. Well, I'm sorry if I offended you. I hope the rest of the crew are a little more friendly. Hmm. Ah. Now. Ah, if I put these chalk arrows along my route, I shouldn't get lost. The ship, if it was a ship, was depressingly large and seemingly uninhabited. There was no sign of care or attention. The walls, the floors, ceilings and countless pipes, ventricles and peculiar junction boxes were all covered in rust and a kind of smoky grime. It seemed to get worse as I pressed on. Smoky, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Someone's left the toast on by the smell of it. Oh dear. Right. Oh, this is getting me nowhere. I reckon the architect gave up on this place too. It looks unfinished. And Gerda's scaffolding. So I didn't imagine it. There is someone aboard this ship. Let's hope they're a little less shy this time. Now then, it's coming from behind this door. Well, here we go. <laughs> oh, blessed door on the blink again. Uh, hello. You opened that door. Yes, I did. Oh, you needn't worry about it being faulty. Works fine. Could do with a bit of a clean butt. <laughs> clean? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I'm the doctor. Who are you? Vilgrath. Good, good. Well, I'm very pleased to meet you, Vilgrath. Captain Vilgrath. Captain? You're the captain. What are you doing in... In the boiler room? Yes. You some kind of snob? Why shouldn't I be here? I like it here. Don't I? My darlings, eh? <laughs> Who are you talking to? The boilers. My companions. I see. Anyway, uh, Vil, uh, I'm Captain of Vilgrath. You don't believe I'm Captain, do you? No, 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 I, I wasn't saying... Maybe because I be so big and ugly. Oh, no, no! smelly. Uh, well, uh, uh, So what, I be the Captain? My bath when I say so. Oh, of course, yes, uh, why not? Why are you here? You better not have come to blow me up. Blow you up? Why should I want to do that? People do, you know. They come here, hide away, try to throw spanners in works. Yeah, I throw them in works one day. Why? Because well, I don't like them. No, no, I mean, why do they want to blow you up? They are... officials. I live here. I pay no tax, no nothing. They don't like that. I see. Hmm. It does seem a bit extreme, though. I mean, to want to blow you up. You don't, uh, well, I mean, you don't do anyone any harm, do you? Me? No problem with anyone. No problem, dear. Good. Well, I'm not here to blow you up. I'm actually here by accident. I was just getting my bearings when one of your deck hatches opened up. And my ship fell into your hole. That ain't good news for you. No, that's why I was wondering. You don't understand. Deck hatches lead to furnace. Furnace? Oh, well, well, oh, it should be all right. I mean, the TARDIS is indestructible, technically. <laughs> Nothing's that indestructible. Yes, well, if you just give me a couple of your crew to help really? me. There ain't been no crew. Just my darlings and me. But when I came out of my ship, I thought I saw... All right. Pressure's fine here. So I'll help you. I'll take you to Furnace. Now, but listen. Don't go raising any hopes. 
from Vilgrath, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, Devon. Devon? On Earth? That's right. But, but you're not, well, you're not... This is my furnace. Stand by whilst I open the door. You may find this a bit hot. Ah! Oh, yes. Yes. Just a little hot. I'm used to it. That your ship? Where? I can't see much except the fire. Tis a blue box. In there! How many blue boxes do you usually find in your furnace? Uh, none. Well then, that's my TARDIS. How do we get her out? I'll use mechanical grabbers. Stand back. Hell <laughs> to the left. <laughs> a little to the right. That's better. Steady, Vilgreth. Steady. <sighs> Welcome back, old girl. Not even warm. Well done, old girl. You built this? No, but I know everything about her. Well, almost everything. On the small side, ain't she? She's bigger on the inside. Bigger? Uh, if you don't believe me, come in. You can have a look. Why should I want to do that? Vilgreth, you saved my ship, my home. The very least I can offer you is a guided tour. All right. Thank you kindly. Don't mind if I do. Well... Vilgreth was rather impressed with the TARDIS. He did comment that it was a mite too clean for his liking, but he admired the technology. In fact, technology and engineering of all kinds were a bit of an obsession with Vilgreth. Now, I admit I have more than a passing interest in all things technical, but bipolar vectoring, modular flange jets and arc tunnel boosters seemed to be the only sort of things Vilgreth lived for. Apparently, he'd salvaged his ship, which, in confirmation of my suspicions, was enormous, and he'd wandered around the galaxy in it ever since. But it was the propulsion system which intrigued me. Well, we, we can talk about that later. But, you know, Doctor, I liked you. How about a cup of tea? Tea? How did you know I had some? Well, you have some. I have some. I was inviting you to the bridge for a nice cup of tea. <laughs> Don't tell me. You brought it with you from Devon. Well, that's right. <laughs> Old Professor Trithui used to drink nothing else. Professor Trithui? That's right. He was the fella who's brought me back to life. Back? What do you mean? We found me in the ground. Dug me up. Well, some... Bits of me, anyway. Bits? Yeah, that's right. Bits of, uh, oh, what was it now? D-D-N-A-I oh, think he used to say something like that. D-N-A? What's that? I've never really understood much about it myself. He gave me this voice box so I could talk proper, like, like everyone else. And he rolled up. There's a kettle waiting to be boiled up on the bridge, Doctor. 
Ah, well, you go ahead. I'll join you in a minute. I've just got a few checks I want to run here. Just to make sure the old girl's in full working order. All right, then. I'll get on with it. And, you know, I think I've a few shortcake biscuits left in an old tin the professor gave me. Huh. Lovely. Oh, how do I get to the bridge? All right, now, take the first lift you come to. Can't miss it. All right. You know... You're lucky, Doctor. Am I? Lucky your TARDIS here is made of fancy stuff. But just before you came, we find a half-melted spaceship in the furnace. Really? I hope there wasn't anyone. Nah, nobody in it. Just a drifter. Must have stuck to the hull and fallen down a waste chute. Oh. Still, you lucky. Yeah. We'll see you for tea. There was only the slightest of scotching in some of the outer-shell configuration components of the TARDIS. So, a few minutes later, I set off for the bridge. First lift I come to. Right. <sighs> Do not move. What? Who are you? I am Operative Stelpole. Are you? I thought there was no crew. I am not a member of the crew. Now listen to me. I am blighted with a sense of justice, sir. Oh, wait a minute. Justice? Ah, I recognise that uniform. It's got the Ormelia security insignia on it. You waste time, stranger. You are not part of this. Part of what? You must leave now while you can. Uh, now, don't get so agitated. I'm sure it's not good for a lizard to have high blood pressure. It is no affair of mine if you choose to mock my warning. Warning? What warning? Leave now or you too will be destroyed. Destroyed? I have planted an explosive device on the ship. It is operated by a time mechanism. A time bomb? You're one of those officials, aren't you? Bill Greth told me about you. Why can't you leave him alone? It is he who should be. Haven't you got anything better to do than pursue a harmless... The device will explode in three cycles. You must leave. You cold-blooded lizard. Bill Greth! Bill Greth! It feels a bit odd uh, reading out the credits for this story because I had quite a bit to do with it. But the Doctor was played by Sylvester McCoy. Stelpor was played by Alistair Locke. Alistair also did the music and the sound design. And uh, I wrote and directed it. And Gary Russell and Jason Haygallery were the producers. And Jacqueline Rayner was the executive producer for BBC Worldwide. The second and final part of Last of the Titans will be available as a free podcast in a week's time.